Hey listeners, this is Lori, and welcome to Take 5. This is a very special Take 5. I don't know if you can hear behind me right now, but we've got the happy noise of lots and lots of campers at Camp Runnels. They're getting ready to have supper, and in this episode, I'll have the opportunity to speak with some of our campers, with some of our CITs, so uh, stay tuned. It's going to be a, a really fun episode, and I'm glad you're with me. I am now up at Pavilion, which is outside of, where am I? Exactly. Shower House. And, and who are you? I'm Sebago. Sebago. And Sebago is here with me and with, how many of you are there? Eight. Eight, Eight CIT1s from Camp Runnels. Hey guys, thanks for letting me record you and for visiting with everybody on Take 5. Take 5 for you guys here um, is listened to by usually Girl Scout leaders, adults, volunteers. Some of them are here in Girl Scouts of Eastern Mass. Some of them are from other places in the country uh, because the podcast can be found uh, in all kinds of ways just by looking for Girl Scouts. I wanted everybody at home to hear a little bit about uh, the experience um, of being a CIT, but I think I have to start before that. I have to actually introduce you to these great people. You've heard Sebago over here and Sebago's counselor, but let's see, start to my left and just everybody at camp has a camp name, all the, the CITs and staff members. So it's just going around, starting here and around, just very loudly say your camp name, please. My name is Skipper. My name is Moose. My name is Splash. I'm Midnight. Uh, my name is Pascal. I'm Febreze. My name is Willow. My name is Soleil. You get an idea. Very rarely do you have two the same. So I'm going to ask a couple of people. Can you just tell us why you picked what you picked? Willow, why'd you pick yours? Um, it was a very on-the-spot decision. Um, but I was thinking of different Disney movies that I liked. And in The Little Mermaid, there's this one scene where the um, the prince and the princess are on a boat and they go through a really, really, really big willow tree and that kind of sparked that idea. So you liked that part. And that's, that's a, a pretty intense, long story to get to willow. You know, rather <laughs> yeah. than saying, oh, I just like willow trees. Yeah. Okay, now, Soleil, how about you? Um, well, Soleil is the French word, which means it means the sun. And in general, I really like the word, and I'm still taking French. I'm not very good at it, but it was one of the words that I liked learning and thought it would be really pretty. That is a very pretty name. Anybody else have an interesting story for how they got to their camp name? Go ahead. Um, I got Moose because it's similar to a nickname my family calls me, and it really just sounds like a camp name. Something like it's in the woods. Something in the woods. Moose. And I only know one other Moose who is a, a camp staff member. So, hey Moose, I know you're listening. Anybody else want to share about their name? Go ahead, Fabrice. Um, I was talking with my friend one day, trying to pick out a camp name, and her sister came in looking for the Fabrice. And I thought, that's it. <laughs> that, that's the name. Yeah. That's what you got to go with. And Sebago, how about you? How'd you get your name? Um, I've been going up to Lake Sebago since I was born, every summer, so it was my other happy place. So how long have you been using Sebago? Oh, I think this is my sixth summer on staff, and I was two years as a CIT, so eight years. Eight years, eight years. And uh, for me, I actually worked here at Runners myself. So my name is down in the dining hall. I'm sure yours is there too, Sebago. Uh, not in the dining hall, in the craft house. Oh, yeah. Yeah, and, and your names will get there. 
right? Mm -hmm. you, you, everybody at home, you need to know what's going on here. I've got some drawing going on and people painting their CIT clipboards. And what are you guys actually doing down there with those beads? Bead bracelets. Friendship bracelets. Friendship bracelets, okay. And they're trying very hard to be quiet with the beads, but just for the sake of noise, guys, do it once really loud so we can hear. Okay, I hope everybody could hear that because, you know, nothing like the sounds of camp. So now that we've got a lowdown on who is around the table here, first question, how long have you been coming to camp? And let's, let's start with Skipper and go around that way. Um, I think I've been coming to Girl Scout camps for about nine years. Okay. Believe around six years. Six for Moose? Yep. This is my first year of resident camp here, but I've been going to other camps for about four years. Okay, other camps for four? Um, this is my tenth summer at Camp Reynolds. Tenth? So you have a long history here. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I started going to day camp here when I was five, and I'm 17, so I've been going here for day camp for 12 years. I'm actually not sure about resident camp. I want to say like five or six. Okay. This is my seventh year. Seventh? This is also my seventh, but I have gone to other Girl Scout camps. Okay. This is my fourth year. Fourth year. So everybody here has been here a while. It's not like any of you have just like walked into camp fresh, never having ever been to Girl Scout camp before. Everybody's been either to this camp or somewhere else. As a girl member, so not as a CIT, because I know and you know that that's a very different experience. What was your favorite activity? And I'm going to start over here with Soleil. Um, I didn't really have like a particular activity when I was a camper, but I did love um, generally hanging out in the, art, the arts and crafts house, listening to music with um, the speakers or talking with people or doing art. Okay, so doing art. My favorite camp activity would be singing songs. We usually would sing songs like before mealtime and those would be like outside of the dining hall. Mm -hmm. And uh, I think that's like... That would be one of my favorite things. It's a really bonding experience, okay. I think. So singing songs, that used to be my favorite thing, too. I would always enjoy, like, boating and swimming mm -hmm. and just being on the lake. It's very fun. Another of my favorite things? I would, like, put my bathing suit on first thing in the morning because I was always so excited to go swimming. I also loved the craft house because I know we would have, like, scheduled crafts we were going to do, and then I'd get to, like, take them home and show my mom and stuff, so I liked that. So you like to create things in the arts and crafts hall? I really just like being at camp. Just the experience of being here. Yeah. The bug bites, <laughs> the campfires. That's half the fun. Yeah, that's half the fun, exactly. Bug bites are half the fun. Down there. I was always a fan of the water of the was either swimming or boating. Okay, swimming and boating. Moose? Uh, it wasn't a specific activity, but I really liked... Uh, quiet late night talks with my campmates, like in my tent. Mm -hmm. um, we'd really get into like deep conversations and it was a real bonding time for all of us. Absolutely. Um, I was like the ropes course and especially the high ropes course when I got old enough mm -hmm. and I thought it was always fun and the counselors are always really encouraging. So we have a variety of experiences here. And Sebago, let me ask you, what's your favorite thing? As a, as a girl, oh. what was your favorite thing? I just liked being at camp. I felt like I could just be me. Just be you. And I think for, for a lot of girls, that's kind of the experience. You discover you can come and just be and 
you know, some of it's with those late night conversations, like Moose said, right? You have time to kind of learn who you are without any of the assumptions maybe that classmates have from school or, you know, your family lives with you every minute, right? Or whoever is at home with you. And this gives you a chance to kind of discover in a very safe environment. As a CIT, and, you know, you, you've got to make a decision that you're coming back as a CIT, right? Anybody want to kind of share why you wanted to be a CIT? And, and CIT experience, is it one year as a CIT one and one year as a CIT two? Mm-hmm. Okay, so go ahead. So when I was little, I remember like how we learned this. We were with Sandler's last week and they looked at us the same way. But when I was little, I looked to the CITs like, oh my God, they are the coolest people ever. I want a camp name. I want to be a CIT. And I had been going here for so long that I was like, well, that's what's next. That's what I, that's what I kind of have to do next. And so I've been learning a lot and I've enjoyed it more than I even thought I was going to enjoy it. Mm-hmm. And I've just, I've loved it a lot. So, so that whole person that gets looked up to, mm-hmm. you're a role model. You're a role model, right? Other reasons why people came as CITs? Sort of for a similar reason to Pascal, the CITs were like the cool older kids and they all, all, they all got, they got to do camper things but they also got to do like counselor things and I thought that was a really cool mix and being a staff just sounded like a really fun idea because all the staff I was around just seemed like best friends and I really wanted to like work at a place like that. Mm-hmm. How many of you, and I'm going to come back to you in one minute with your answer to that. How many of you knew somebody else here at the table before this summer? Almost everybody. Almost everybody. So people knew one another from before. Okay. So what was your reason? And say your camp name loud so we can get that back in here. Um, I'm Midnight and I really wanted to be a CIT and later a counselor because I remember being very little and wanting to be just like the counselors and wanting to be able to help nature while still having fun. And it just seemed like something I've always wanted to do. And I've gotten to the point where I can't imagine not coming to camp. That is definitely a, a, an experience and a feeling that I can identify with. There were those summers where the idea of not coming back was impossible, just an impossible idea, right? So, so this is you know why you wanted to be a CIT and you've shared some of your favorite activities as or as as campers what have become or what have you discovered to be a favorite thing that you do now as a CIT anybody want to jump in go ahead moose sorry i got excited um i really like being able to help out with the older staff like people who've been here for a while mm-hmm. and like it's just like I'm still a kid so it's really cool to just like walk past the waterfront and have all the lifeguards go hi moose and it's like yes I've been acknowledged <laughs> um, but I really I love helping people out and you get to help people as a Girl Scout and especially like you get to help people as a camper and especially as a Girl Scout as you get older you get more responsibilities and I'm just like I kind of look forward to taking on more responsibilities. Mm -hmm. Anybody else uh, agree with that? You look forward to taking on more responsibility? And everybody here is doing that thing, yeah. So uh, other things that you've experienced or learned or are enjoying as a CIT that you can share? 
Well, we have been, we have like lessons that we have to go through now that we're here learning as a CIT one. And we've done them on the dock, we've done it, them on the dining hall porch, we've like done them in the unit. Mm-hmm. But like, we always find like a quiet spot to do them. And um, our head of CIT, um, she just kind of like, we all have a group discussion about it. And it's kind of fun because we all get to like add our own spin on whatever the topic is and we're also like learning such valuable things for life it's not even just like if i was to be a staff here like we learned about um different things that you can do with different like age groups that would keep them occupied and stuff like that mm-hmm. we learned about homesickness which was super useful last week when we had our samplers and we just learned such valuable things and in the moment you're like wow this is interesting but then you have samplers with you and you're like oh my god this is the most interesting thing i've ever had in my life. what's what's the what was the best learned activity that you used with your samplers last week anybody midnight the short songs and games to just kill time especially while we were waiting for their luggage to be picked up and they just wanted to go home and it was hot and they were done nothing harder to handle than a very hot tired little kid right okay other things that were great that um, I'd say the lesson on homesickness was really helpful, um, and I personally didn't deal with any homesick campers, but I know a couple other girls did, uh, but it was even helpful with just upset kids and learning how to help them and find the root of the problem and go from there to solve it. Mm-hmm. It was really useful. Let me ask a question I haven't asked already. What grade are you in in school right now, or going in? Um, I'm going into 11th grade. Uh, I'm going to 12th grade. 11th grade. 12th grade. 11th grade. 11th grade. Also 11th. Also 12th grade. So we have 11th and 12th graders here. And I'll be really honest, I'm impressed with really the things that you've discovered and the fact that you're, you sound really passionate about the things that you're, you're learning and using, those skills. So let me go a little further. Uh, for those of you who are going into 12th grade, you're probably considering you know, what you're going to do after, after high school. What sort of plans do you have for yourself after high school? Well, I'm hoping to well, go to college and be a pediatric uh, doctor. Mm-hmm. I don't know what, how I'm going to get there, like what I'm going to be for a major, probably biology or cellular biology, something along those lines. But I hope to come here for the summers until I, you know, Everyone here calls it a real person job, but this is a real person job. But you know what I mean. Mm-hmm. Until I can get to actually be a doctor, I do hope to come here for a couple summers because I just this is my last year and I can't like think about leaving. And I also can't talk about it because I will cry. <laughs> okay, well, you don't need to cry now because you're still here and it's all good. Again. <laughs> okay. So, so what else do people look look forward to doing afterward? Um, similar to Pascal, in terms of like college, I'm trying to I'm looking into like nursing programs so I'm really in sorry it's okay <laughs> we have all kinds of noises going on here folks don't even don't worry about it keep going um so I'm really interested in becoming a nurse so before I came to camp before these last um, three weeks I've been going on like college tours and things like that and I know it's like a very time-consuming future I guess a lot of you know a lot of work is going to be put into it, but I'm hoping that I'll still get to apply for staff next year. Mm-hmm. So I'm really looking forward to like spending time at camp still in the summer. What else? I also want to go to college. I don't really have any 
like set dream job yet, but I really like math and science. So hopefully something with that. And I do want to try and be staff in the future if possible. Okay. Any other hopeful plans or intents? I've always really hoped to be a calculus teacher. Which is not <laughs> That's very specific now. Yeah, it's not something a lot of kids are going to say because a lot of people really don't like math. But that's another reason I chose to become a CIT was to better understand how I can teach things to kids, mm -hmm. especially things that I myself have struggled to learn. And calculus sounds, I mean, obviously one doesn't say I want to be a calculus teacher mm -hmm. if you're not interested in mathematics, okay? So yeah. so that's, that's really interesting. Anything else? Any other ideas? We have any budding artists here? Ah, so Lake just kind of, she's, she's here drawing these eyes and truly they're they're gorgeous folks i gotta tell you um just a lot of talent at the table and and skipper is sitting here and she's meticulously painting her uh her clipboard and wielding a paintbrush in ways that i wish uh, i had her in my house that i just finished painting the inside of very sloppily uh, <laughs> those are things that some of you have in mind kind of in your older life. Is there anyone who, how many of you are looking forward to coming back as staff members? Everybody at the table, including Sebago. That's good, that's good. One more staff member coming back, Fluke, there you go. Uh, so everybody here wants to come back as staff. Let's talk about my least favorite thing to do at camp. Everybody's got one. Midnight's hand went right up. Go for it. Having campers do capers. Oh I, oh. <laughs> Having campers do capers. And for those who don't know what a caper is, a caper is, well, somebody here. What's a caper? A chore. It's a chore. Community chores. Community chores. It's it's kind of one of the tasks that has to get done. Um, so having kids do chores at camp is just as unpleasing as trying to have them done, done at home for anybody who has kids at home. Go ahead, Willow. And adding on to that, since obviously not all camp is filled with um, high school girls, there are a lot of young ones, and a lot of young ones don't know how to keep the living space is tidy, including the shower house bathroom. <laughs> oh, oh, man. <laughs> so, gross. so, so one of the capers that everyone has to do is a one day a week you have to clean the shower house bathroom. And for us, it is <laughs> definitely an experience. Um, we did that today. So it wasn't a favorite experience? No. no. Okay. <laughs> that would be the least favorite. Other least favorite experiences? Most? Ooh. That's a tricky one. <laughs> oh. I'm not too sure. Oh, she's going to have to think about that. Febreze had her hand up, too. You see, I'm going to have to say cleaning the dining hall latrines. Mm. Oh, yeah. Mm. yeah. Just cleaning in general. <laughs> yeah. Cleaning, cleaning latrines as a general. Cleaning her. Well, okay, go for it. Okay, also, quick note, I use they, them pronouns, and so does Midnight. Okay. so does Febreze. Okay, thank you. Um, my, one of my least favorite things is trying to be stern with campers because it's hard. I'm yeah. sorry, there was a mouse jumping on the rafters, like floating midair for a moment. <laughs> I'm sorry. He lives and there. For everybody at home, we are sitting outside, so 
you know, mice and we're underneath the pavilion and yes, there was a mouse and, and it happens. Okay, so good, floating mice. Floating mice. Um, one of my least favorite things to do is saying no to campers and like setting boundaries because they're little kids and they're so impressionable and like I don't want to hurt their feelings or make them have a negative connotation with Camp Runnels because it's awesome here and I don't want to be that one bad memory that they have here. So it's really difficult to like stern versus mean, you know, it's kind of like a, a tra trapeze. Right, line. right. And there's a, a very fine line between those two things, right? Where you're able to impress upon the little one what has to be done and why, and then to actually get them to do it, right? Go ahead. I was just going to say sprinting from the bathroom to my book net. Mm -hmm. <laughs> it's, like an, it's an art form. you got to run fast. Because mm -hmm. you get Preach. bit so fast. Mm -hmm. We lay in our beds with our flashlights on inside of our bed nets, and you look up and you see them like bouncing off. It's like, ha ha, you can't get me. <laughs> <laughs> the moths. Oh, so yeah, moths. moths. What unit are you all in? We're, we're in currently in midget. midget, but we were in BB Square for the last two weeks, and those have yurts. Those had yurts instead of tents, and moths really liked the rafters. Oh, My mom packed us fly swatters. <laughs> they worked very well. That is they a cool very, mom. They were yes. very That cool is a mom. very thought. I didn't even say I packed you fly swatters. She said I packed you guys fly swatters. All of you got fly swatters. CIT won fly swatters. Mm -hmm. I like that. I like that. Let's talk favorites. Favorite game to do with campers. Go ahead, Moose. I really like Sandman because it's kind of, it, do you know what Sandman is? No. So Sandman, I'll do a little brief summary. Um, we've got, everybody put their hands down, a Sandman and an angel is chosen. So the Sandman goes around putting people to sleep while their eyes are closed and then the angel wakes up and wakes people up. So then we all go around and guess um, what's the person. We told a silly little story and the kids love hearing like the funny stories we make up. Like there was one last week where Skipper, she rolled out of bed all the way down to the dining hall and then fell into the trash can where there was just a pile of sleeping sand and just fell asleep right there. In the dumpster. In yes. the dumpster. <laughs> Were you, you, you were telling this story? Um, Moose was telling it. So, oh. like, I was, you have to like come up with, because when they're little, they like everything. If you're just like, this person went to sleep, they're going to get really bored fast. So you have to be like, she rolled all the way down to the dining hall and fell into the dumpster. You have to like do like that story voice too. Mm -hmm. And then they get really entertained. But yeah. That's a talent. <laughs> yeah, so then we go around and guess like, okay, raise your hand if you think... Willow is the Sandman, and we go around and guess, and then someone gets put in jail if they're suspected to be the Sandman. But just my favorite part is that it's really popular with like late middle, like late elementary school, early middle school girls, and because they can also, they love being the narrator and they love like jumping in with all these crazy wacky stories because they've got such huge imaginations. Um, and they laughed so hard at some of the stories, and it's just, ah, it's so awesome watching them have fun, and it was one of the ones I watched when I was little, so it's always going to be a favorite of mine to be with them. What age girls enjoy that game most? Because if I've got leaders listening who may think that sounds like a really fun game. Where does, where's the sweet, sweet spot for that game? Sweet spot? 
at least in my experience, is like third to seventh grade, I'd say, because all ages enjoy it. Mm -hmm. um, but the little kids sometimes have trouble like being quiet. Um, and some of the older girls struggle to, some of the other girls just don't find it as interesting because there's a lot less like parts of the game. It's a pretty simple game. Right. Um, so sometimes they lose interest. So I'd say like middle school age. Middle school? Like late, late element? Late elementary, early middle. middle school is a good sweet spot, at least in my experience. Cool. Other favorite games? Anybody? Or short activity that helps mm -hmm. everybody kind of chill? Um, playing night at the museum is Ooh. always really fun. Oh, yeah. So you pick a night guard, and then all the campers have to pose, and when the night guard looks away, they move, and the last person um, who is still like, if the night guard sees you move, then you're out. So the last person who the night guard hasn't seen move is the winner, and they can be the next night guard. That one's just really fun. For the campers and for the staff or CITs watching them play, mm -hmm. because it's great to see what crazy positions the kids wind up in. Mm -hmm. And they like doing the crazy positions and making their friends laugh. All of the things I remember doing at camp either involved smiling an awful lot or laughing really hard. Yeah. Right? And I've, I've just seen lots of smiles around the table yeah. here. We all get along pretty well. Yeah. So. Um, really tight knit. Well. Yeah. yeah. And who was it that said that was one of the things about counselors? I think it was Moose yeah. who said, you know, everybody seemed like they were really good friends. Yeah. Anybody here keep in touch with camp friends outside of camp? Yeah, I'm best friends with a girl I was in a night program with two years ago, and we still like text every day. Yeah. Breeze and I text all the time. Mm -hmm. We're planning a trip to Salem together. That's yeah. awesome. That's awesome. When when I was a staff member here, um, I had a camper, and and I affectionately and truly, this is affectionately, uh, called her the camper that just wouldn't go away. Um, and back in the days of no internet, right, uh, mm -hmm. they would ask if they could write you letters. And so uh, this particular camper wrote me letters for years. And then she grew up. And she's one of my dearest friends now. And it's funny because I was a staff member and she was a camper. And now, like, we both share a decade and know one another's kids and hike together and do all kinds of stuff like that. These are people you just hang with the whole time. Uh, and, and I hope that all of you have that. It's a wonderful experience. Um, last question of the night. Actually, I have, have two last questions. One, any favorite songs? Go ahead, Fabrice. Um, my favorite camp song is Little Johnny England. Oh it's a song that we sometimes sing at Final Banquet. Mm -hmm. And it's a really fun and like interactive song. So everyone like, bangs on the table and stands up when it's their part. I love it. Is that a song that you guys could do right now? If I lift oh this up, gosh. you could, <laughs> could you do it now? It's uh, I'll hold this up here so you can bang on the table. You stand around yeah. like your table, they go around and they give you like who's what in yeah. Johnny England's town and then the different tables shout different things. So Fluke does like the 
the main song part and then she'll say like and we can like sing along obviously but she'll be like you're the candlestick makers and then once it gets to that part when the song you like slam the table and say we are the candlestick makers really loud so it's like interactive for everybody but like the full song is like yeah okay so maybe it's not something we're going to do right now <laughs> yeah okay and, and particularly since i don't have flu care right um <clears throat> other songs yeah. I'm a big fan of the bean song. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> That's like all of our favorites. We sing it in like the shower too. Yeah. Because like, so the bean song, you can like, you say like my dog, whatever. So it could be like garbanzo bean, jelly bean, LL bean. Like we like refried. We love refried bean. Okay, I'm I'm gonna need need so yeah. need you to do my this. dog like my dog refried. Do you want to do it with refried? Yeah. Okay, ready. Okay, ready. My dog refried likes to roam. My dog refried, he left home. He came back nice and clean. Where, oh, where has refried been? Refried been, refried been. Where, oh, where has refried been? Refried been, refried been. Where, oh, where has refried been? And like all different kinds of beans, so like LL bean, um, pinto bean, green lima bean, bean, black bean, and like Sean the bean. <laughs> <laughs> it could go on forever, and you just do different kinds of types of beans every people get creative too like ones i've never heard before garbanzo beans garbanzo this yeah. little i i remember i think it was week one this little girl she must have been like eight or nine right we're all like what kinds of beans none of us can think of like we're older none of us can think of different kinds of beans and this little seven-year-old stands up and she goes garbanzo and i was like we're doing garbanzo this is it garbanzo in the dining hall we're like okay cantalini here you go any other songs one of my favorites is one of the slow songs we sing at Closing Campfire, Moon on the Meadow. It's just so pretty, and I would love to just have a recording of everyone at camp singing it so I could just fall asleep listening to it on repeat. Mm -hmm. It's just so, it makes me cry as well. It's so pretty. A lot of the final campfire songs make me cry. Mm. Everything makes you cry. Everything makes you cry. Well, you haven't left camp yet, so no crying right now. Yeah. Not yet. Okay. Wait till after the podcast. Stop it. <laughs> Very last question of the night, and I end every podcast with the same question, doesn't matter who I'm talking to. And I am going to tweak the question just a little bit to fit our scenario here. What is your favorite Girl Scout camp tradition? Anybody want to go first? Midnight. I really love the oral tradition that Girl Scout camps have, especially at Camp Runnels. Like, I know that if you sat me down and asked me to sing five slow songs, I could just do it. I wouldn't even need the lyrics. It's just like these songs that I just know that I've never seen written down before and I've never heard them anywhere but at camp. Okay, others? My favorite tradition would have to be the entire like final campfire at the end of the week. Um, it always kind of goes the same way. It's a bit different this year because of COVID. We do it in the big field um, instead of at Inspiration Point, which is actually like right behind you. Mm -hmm. um, we basically, every unit sings a slow song. And then at the end, we would usually gather around like the volleyball pit, I guess. It's not really a volleyball pit, but it's like we would all get um, like candles and the, the candles would be placed like in the middle and then everyone would hold hands and like sing songs and it was 
It's really great. Others? Um, I would say Final Banquet, which is the last dinner before everybody goes home. And all the counselors wear their greenies, which are the old Girl Scout camp uniforms. And um, it's just really like, lively and fun, and everybody's kind of coming together one last time for a meal. Mm-hmm. I would say just meal times in general, because we do things like at lunches, we do hand games, which is like we like kind of beat on the table in different patterns, and everyone knows like the songs and like the claps and the snaps and stuff like that, and we kind of all do it together, and it's like so fun, because especially when you know it, and then you can teach it to the younger ones, and they know it, and it's really fun. And also we have like hopping, and like we all kind of have like a very set way of doing things where we pass things one way around the table, and it's just kind of nice. Like the other weekend when we went home, like the first weekend, I my mom had the rice right in front of her, and I was like, oh, can I have some rice? And she just looked at me, and she was like, yes. She thought I was asking permission. I was like, it was in my like hand space, so she was like, why are you asking me to pass it to you? But I'm so used to having things passed to me that I like had to ask her to pass it to me. <laughs> Mine was the hand games and table games that we usually did at lunch. Not as meaningful as like some of the other ones people have said, but I always thought it was really like light and mood. Because mm-hmm. like sometimes you get like that midday slump. Right. But right at lunch it would be it's all loud and like energetic and it's just I think you're really just warms up the whole thing. And in this case where one table can start and well, then yeah, the whole really, dining hall is doing We were we four were in a meal with the younger kids, so many of the younger kids didn't know it. So recently, we've been the table started, the CAPs, mm-hmm. and then all the other CAPs and the counselors and some of, some of the girls who have been here and know them would join in, but like at the first, our meals for like the past two weeks have been, it's also been us who started them. Which is like really, it's nice. The girls look at you like, oh my god, I want to learn that. And then, and so then cool. all the girls at the tables and the tables around you're like, can you teach me? And it's like getting to teach a girl that. Right. It's like, I don't know, it's, it's something. It's, it's really fun. Something. It's fun. And they go home doing things mm-hmm. and, and sharing those things that they learned at camp uh, with siblings and making younger siblings want to go to camp. Uh, any other favorite traditions to share? Soleil, you have one? Well, I like a lot of like the traditions, but I always like final campfire. I was just like, like, it was really like a good way to end kind of the, like the last night, and it was just always like really sweet and like relaxing. And it was always a great way to end the night. Always a favorite part. Always very sentimental. Very sentimental. Spago, what's your favorite Girl Scout camp tradition? I have to agree with final campfire. It's probably my favorite. Oh, CIT graduation. Oh no, don't say that. Not yours, the CIT 2s. I love their CIT 2 graduations when they pick a song to graduate to, they get a candle lit by a staff member of their choice that has been special to them, and it's just a really special night. That's special. Yes. Well, everyone here, thank you for sharing uh, your experience as a CIT man brought back old times for me and I'm sure for other staff members, former staff members uh, out there and I know staff members going back as far as the 1950s, uh, everybody we share some of that same experience with you. So thanks for your time. I hope the rest of your CIT uh, summer goes well. For those of you who are graduating at the end of this year and moving on, be well, good luck, and uh, as as my friend uh, Kate Glass likes to say, uh, fare thee well.
very well. Everybody at home, thanks for your time. Thanks for listening. And I hope you enjoyed your evening at Camp Runnels with these CITs. And remember, as always, you can't be blue if you're keeping it green. Bye-bye.